podcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Cawthon. Today, I'm thrilled to continue my conversation with Priscilla Wilkinson, Anne Stuckey, and Angela Paul about practical helps for the working single mom. And just in case you weren't with us last time, let me take a moment to briefly introduce them again. Priscilla Wilkinson is a motivational speaker, mentor, consultant, and author. She is currently vice president of HR and operations at Citus AMC, which is a financial service company. Mrs. Wilkinson is also the founder and director of Women of Life, a nonprofit organization dedicated to mentoring, teaching, and training women to discover their value, purpose, and passion. Additionally, Mrs. Wilkinson serves as an elder at Crossroads Presbyterian Church uh, in Stowe Mountain, Georgia, and she oversees the evangelism and outreach ministries at Crossroads. And Stucky, uh, currently works as a senior enrollment specialist with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta. She's been with their organization for almost two years and she loves her job. She herself is a mentor, has been a mentor, and she understands firsthand the mutual impact mentors and mentees make with each other. And finally, Angela Paul is the Chief Operating Officer of Math Plus Educational Services and has tutored and taught math and science for over 30 years. She's taught both at the secondary and collegiate levels, and she's the founder and former director of Northeast Independent Preparatory Academy, uh, and she's been instrumental in helping homeschool kids get into college for over 20 years. Angela is also um, the wife and mother of four children. She's the grandmother of four, and that's um, her role as grandmother is what uh, we're going to be talking about and focusing on today. Welcome back, ladies. It's been great to have you here before, and it's great to have you back. Um Let's pick up our conversation where we left off. Angela, I'll start with you again. Uh, Mealtimes. Mealtimes can be very tricky for families in general, but I think that this is especially true for um, single parent uh, families. Now, I know you uh, and I know you love to cook and you've got all kinds of recipes uh, and shortcuts. Can you share with us some things that uh, a working single mom can do to provide a good, healthy meal without having to spend too much prep time in the kitchen? Well, one, one of the things that's really crucial is to do some planning. Yeah. And, and I know that sometimes as a single parent, you feel like the planning time is wasted time, but it really isn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, taking a few moments to plan what you're going to have for the week is really important. Um, you know, one of the things that my daughter uses a lot is to use her um, slow cooker, her yeah. um, a crock mm-hmm. pot. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of different meals that you can put together in a crock pot. Um, and um, that that are really tasty, mm-hmm. and being able to come home to a hot cooked meal can be a life changer. Yeah. Um, when you have, you know, hundred kids that want to eat right away, yeah. to prevent you from stopping. Yes. Chick Fil A and getting something to pick up, yep. which you know wastes a lot of time, mm-hmm. but um, and money. But mm-hmm. um, you know, my my daughter's also a vegetarian, so she does a lot of different stews and mm-hmm. um. In soups in her in her crock pot. Wow. Um, another thing that's really quick, um, if you prep earlier in the week, is to do a stir fry. Oh you wow! That's something that the children can help you with. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's you know something that's going to be nutritious and and quick. Yes. Um, yes. 
And, um, and so, you know, there, I think sitting down and making a plan for what you want to have um, so that it doesn't become boring yeah. also. Yeah. And, and then doing a little bit of time earlier in the week to prep with some children helping you can just make a huge difference. Yeah. When, when the children have a hand in it too, they're more likely to eat the food. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so, um, you know, it's, it's good if you can have them helping with, you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. shelling the peas or, sure, sure. or carrots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, versus just opening up a can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot deeper and it's also, you know, gets the kids more involved. Yeah, I know. That's very true. I know that's true for me too, even as, um, I mean, I'm not a single mom, but there are many times, like you said, because if I haven't planned, you're more likely, I'm more likely to stop at the Wendy's or stop at the Chick-fil-A. And, um, and sometimes it's not that much quicker uh, <laughs> if you've got to get online. Uh, so, and it's definitely more expensive. So good, good ideas. I love that. Um, Priscilla, many working single moms are barely making ends meet. We've talked about this a little bit during our first show and they need help. Um, sometimes they need financial assistance. Um, you said that they, um, sometimes come for things like monitor cards and whatnot. Um, so can you talk a little bit more, reiterate a little bit more about how your church addresses some of those needs? So, um, as I mentioned, we have something we call the Good Samaritans Ministry, Mm -hmm. and it is where people can come, and most of the people that do come are single moms, uh, where we can assist with uh, Mm -hmm. rent or maybe electric bill or that type of thing. Mm -hmm. It is a limited amount, but it is a help to Mm -hmm. get them through. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that we're going to start up is having courses uh, in budgeting. Yes. So... Mm -hmm. uh, one of the reasons sometimes we're in trouble is not mm-hmm. even how much we make, but it's not knowing how to manage what right, we make. So right. we, one of the things we're going to start asking those who come for help mm-hmm. is to enroll in these courses and to learn how to budget. Yes. Another thing we'll be doing, I'm glad you brought up about the food. Mm-hmm. We want to have classes next year mm-hmm. that teach uh, people how to make a mm-hmm. healthy right. meal on a budget. Wow. So those are some things that we yeah. don't think of. Right, and right. then there's resources. A mm-hmm. lot of single mothers, yeah. I don't know if people know this, don't have an education. Yeah. Um, so a lot of them became single moms as teenagers yes. and not all of them completed school. Yes, we know. And mm-hmm. so one of the things, uh, the organization that I oversee, Women of Life, yes. one of the things we're doing this year is assisting women in getting their GED. Good. So there's several things yeah, yeah, and yeah. the church can help in all these areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And making yeah. a difference. And these are small things. Yes. And you don't, people don't really understand yes, yes, yes. what it takes yes. sometimes yes. to get them over that hump Absolutely. financially. Absolutely. And so we also have a resource room at our church where we keep track of things that are available in the community right. so that we can hand these things out and give them to these young ladies yeah, yeah, or yeah. what yeah. we haven't talked about. The single grandmothers, yeah, yeah, that have their grandchildren. Oh wow, yeah, that's so a that's a big a, deal. I did a story a, on right. that once. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I have yeah. several grandmothers in my church that yeah. are raising their grandchildren. Yeah, uh, yeah, for There's sure. There's another need there. Yeah, so, there is. There uh, is. Yeah. I think we just have. I go back yeah. to what I said earlier: making mm-hmm. ourselves available. Yeah, yeah. Seeing yeah. a need, and yeah. let's fix it. If yeah. Can. You know, I don't have this as an official question in my show notes, but um, but you touched on it, and I think, and it's something that Angela and I have talked about 
on more than one or 10 or a hundred occasions is you talked about helping single moms manage their money, but for a lot of them, and you touched on that just, just a second ago, if you didn't have the education, um, are you even making, are you, do you even have the ability to make a living wage? Um, that's something that Angela and I, like I said, I've talked about, and that's an issue near and dear to her heart and my heart. I mean, because I know plenty of people that say, well, just get, I've had somebody tell, um, uh, my grandchildren's mother, just get it, you know, just work harder. Um, you know, get another job. But the thing is, um, if you're, um, she, I, I don't know how many more hours she can work. She's working two yes. back to full shifts back to back. I mean, there are days when the kids are alone. Uh, because their mom hasn't come home. Um, because if you're making $10 an hour, $11 an hour, $12, that's really not enough money, not even close to being enough. So the whole idea of having a living wage, I would love to see our churches and or other communities come along. And I know there are programs out there right. and maybe we can speak to that to train young women to get a, so that they can get a right. job. That makes exactly. a living wage. And that's something any one of you guys can speak to. Angela, Priscilla, even Anne. I mean, if you, because it's not enough to just work at McDonald's or Burger King. I think the other challenge, though, with that is also finding the time to do those trainings. Yeah. So if you're working two jobs, exactly. then, yeah. you know, it's yeah, not where, just where, that right. you don't have the training. It's also... When are you going to do it? To get yeah, that so there's a, there's a challenge. challenge. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and I, I think we have to... <clears throat> look at the ladies. Yeah. What's going on in her life? Yeah. So one of the it's things you holistic. have to do, right? Yeah. It's a holistic thing. Yeah. So like I said, we're we're starting with this GED. Yeah. But like you said, once you get the GED, now what about the skill set? Right. Teaching them <clears throat> how to interview. Right. I mean, there's just these little so many things that things. they don't, yeah, don't know. know. Yeah. And it amazes yeah. me yeah. sometimes yeah. in my role as uh, yeah. Yeah. HR. Yeah. To see how sometimes people come to yeah. an interview and they're not prepared. No. There's no, so much. No. <clears throat> excuse me. There's so much uh-uh. that they need, but there's so much that we could give yeah. if we would just make ourselves and, available. Exactly. And so my my call to the church yes. is make yourself available. Oh, I love that. Okay, make yourself available. The the older women, like I said, who are retired. Right. How can you help? Yeah, what can you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. The, the young yeah. men, can yeah. you take out yeah. some of the, the yeah. young boys and yeah. how yeah. what can we do? What skill set can I teach a young woman? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That she can use to help herself yeah, get a job. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We have a, a, a young lady that used to be uh, live next door. They their family has since moved on and um father's died off. But she comes back regularly to see me. She now has three children of her own. She's one of these young women that you, like you said, that didn't, that started having children early, like mm-hmm. as a teen and didn't finish her education. So she didn't finish her high school education. Right. And so she's gone from one little job to the next little job to the next little job. To the, and she's coming often, uh, as often as late as maybe a month and a half to ago, month and a half to two months ago. Um, she was trying, she was interviewing for another job uh, and she didn't have clothes to wear for the interview. Right. She came here to borrow clothes, Ooh, yes. shoes, a dress, a, a slip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, she called me. We were on the, on in the car on our way home from something. And I'm talking to her. And my husband and my daughter says, you know, they're flabbergasted. To be perfectly honest, I didn't, you know, I didn't. 
I was a little flabbergasted myself, but so she came over and gave her whatever. Uh, and it was her second interview. Matter of fact, they told her on the first interview, the woman who interviewed her said, in, when you're going to be meeting with the big boss on Monday, you need to make sure you have appropriate clothes to wear. Right. Right. So we, some things we just take for granted that these people, that somebody like a single mom doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have, not all, not all, but some. Mm-hmm. So it's something to think about. Um, yeah. And can you explain the requirements um, to become a big brother, big sister with your program? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we are a one to one mentoring organization, which means, you know, it's the mentor is spending a right. long time with right. the child. So because of that and because, you know, we do think it is a privilege to be a mentor. Right. Um, we have a pretty thorough. Yes. We have a lot of requirements and um, a pretty thorough screening process. Of course. So, yes. Um, as far as just kind of like the minimum baseline requirements, uh, you have to be at least 21 years old. Okay. Um, you have to be able to meet with your mentee at least two times a month. Okay. For a minimum of a year. Wow. Um. And then as far as kind of the steps to mm-hmm. enroll, you mm-hmm. have to attend an orientation, mm-hmm. uh, submit an application. Yes. We do uh, reference checks. We do a background check. We do an um, in-depth um, interview sure. to kind of find your motivations for being in the program and just kind of get a feel for your personality wow. and what's going on in that person's life. Um, and then they also have to do an online safety training as well as an in-person training yeah. in our office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, yeah, you know, you're vetting them job, yeah, thoroughly. Yeah. So yeah. part of my job is, is to vet, but also to help the volunteers through that process. Sure. There are quite a few yeah. steps. I uh, see. But we definitely That's good. want to make sure that people who should yeah. mentors yeah. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit more about what the community can do to come alongside yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, Angela, I know that you live in the same city as your grandchildren. But uh, which makes it easy to be hands on, just like I live in the same city as my grandchildren. But not everybody has that situation. What are some things that grandparents and other family members um, can do to help an adult child or a family member uh, who's a single parent if they don't live in the same city? Well, one of the things that that you can do um, is to still be there. Yeah. Um, we all have phone access. So, That's true. So keeping a lot of communication that way is important. You know, talking with your grandchild that lives in a different city, you know, doing FaceTime and sure, sure. things like that can, can really make a difference. Um, one of the things, too, is, is when you're thinking about gift giving is to think about giving um, practical gifts like paying <sighs> for um, Taekwondo for, oh, for six months. Sure, um, sure. Or, you know, or piano lessons. Sure. Um, my mother actually, I mean, it wasn't a single mom, but my mother paid for, you know, my daughter's piano lessons, wow. uh, my youngest piano lessons for the first year wow. because she she really wanted to play, you know, the piano. And mm-hmm. um, and so things like that. Yeah, that's really good. My, my mother, um, who's a great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother, um, will, you know, give gift cards. Mm-hmm. And she's very specific. Like, she's watching and she sees that, Penny's has um, mm-hmm. winter coats on sale for $15. Okay? Oh, wow. And so, you know, she's like, okay, I'm sending you a gift card that you can use, and I want you to go buy, you know, um, winter coats for all sure. the grandkids. Sure, sure. Um, um, and so, because sometimes a single mom does not have time to no. be paying attention to the ads and what's on sale where. Exactly. Um, and so, 
so, um, you know, and I, I've also seen over the years as my mother has given advice mm-hmm. um, as to how to shop, um, yes. how to find the best deals. Um, you know, I, I recently had a, a student that I worked with working with who yes. was trying to pass teacher certification test too, was paying um, $78 every two weeks for washer and dryer from Renner Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I took some time just to show her, you know, there's a really cheaper way to get a good washer and dryer. Yes. Um, yes. No. Wow. So sometimes just being sure you're having those conversations. Yes. And, and, um, so that you can be a part of the life to help them to make good decisions. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's not that they're making a, mm-hmm. a bad decision, like doing something wrong. Yeah. They're just not doing the smart right. thing. Right, right, um, right, right. Wow. And That's... so... Those are some of the things that that you can help, whether you're in town or yes. or you know in a different state. True. Um, True. And, um, yeah, that's and excellent. So also, another thing to do too is to ask, because sometimes we can assume yes. that a person has a certain need when they don't. Right. Um, and so you're keeping the lines of communication open and finding out that you know, mm-hmm. uh, hey, they don't need any clothes, but they really need school supplies. Sure. Or, um, sure. Whatever the case may be, you know, um, it, mm-hmm. it can it can really help a lot because yeah. it's nothing more frustrating, I think, from for a single mom mm-hmm. to to get something that they really don't need, but there's nothing that they can really do with. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, you know, if their child already has gotten three winter coats to get another coat, right? That when they really need shoes, right, um, right, right, right. So just um, ask. Yes. Right. Yeah. Keep those lines of communication open. Yeah, that's important. Um, and and I want to say to single parents that one of the things that's so important is to make your needs known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it yeah. takes a little bit of you know coming out of those vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, Bible tells us you have not because you ask not. Well, Sometimes we don't know what they need. That's right. And if you can speak up and say, this yeah. is what I need. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it can, it can make a big difference. It can, it can, and I know. And this goes back to a question that I asked um, um, Priscilla, and and I, and I think it speaks to what you're saying about keeping the lines of communication open. I think one thing that helps a single mom or single parent to keep the lines of communication open is to know that they're not going to be judged, right. because I think if you think. Oh, um, they're gonna think I'm just needy, or I'm just I need a, another handout, or and I think you know um, I was telling you about someone whose house I've been to recently who looks like they needed a lot of help in the house, in the house, the physical house itself, and I wondered why they didn't get the help, but sometimes it may be because they just felt like um, they would be judged if they asked for help. So, um, so we, have, I think we have to be, we need to make sure we're helping people to keep the lines of communication open by not saying caustic little snippy remarks and, and, you know, about things. And I think sometimes we as, we as Christians can be really good about that. Um, so, but, but yeah, good advice, Angela, very good advice. Um, Priscilla, being able to access various kinds of support is especially important for the working single mom. I know when I was a single mom, I needed help with fixing things around the house. I needed help with car repairs. I think we spoke to that maybe a little bit, but I want to revisit that. Can you identify some resources or community programs that uh, can help single working moms with these types of things? Uh, I don't know whether your church necessarily offers it, but maybe, and Anne, you might be able to speak to things too, or Angela. This is an open question for any of y'all. 
any resources that, you know, that, and I know that there, um, there were people that I found, um, that I was able to trust eventually, but, um, but those were just individuals. I think, and this might sound a bit, mm-hmm. I think we as individuals should be the number one resource. Wow. I, I really do. Yeah. And I yeah. think how you become that resource yes. is by building a relationship. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm thinking right now of a young lady. I know that I've been helping a single mom Yes. and she had been living in a hotel. Oh. And she's been living in a hotel for a long time. Oh, wow. And she finally yeah. came to a point where she could get into an apartment. Yeah. And she called me, well, I'm not sure if I should move into the apartment. And I'm like, why not? This is what yeah, you've been yeah, dreaming yeah, of. Yeah, so we've been waiting on. Yeah. She says, I have no furniture. Oh, my gosh. And I thought about that. Yeah. And I'm so glad that she yeah. felt she could yeah. share. Yeah. Because you know what I yeah. said to her? Girl, move into that apartment. Yeah, we will we'll get, get you furniture. furniture. <laughs> like, That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you're right. You're right about that. Because we have the relationship. Right. You could do that. She's yeah. asking right. me and she's letting me know her fears and right. what's going on. So I'm able to say, girl, get into the apartment. Right, right. We will we'll find get you the okay? Exactly, exactly. The same thing, if you've built a relationship right. and you can make it known. And You're one right. thing I do love about my church, well, yeah. small church yeah. with a big heart. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So if someone makes it known, right. and the only way they're going to make that known yes. is if I have a relationship. Right, exactly. A relationship, like you said, yeah. that we're not judging. Right. So if I know someone needs help with a car, yeah. I'll ask my, my husband right. is a retired car mechanic. Wow. Sweetheart. Yeah, can you? This person yeah, needs right. this. Can you yeah. look at yeah, their just car? Look. Right. So what I'm saying is, yes, there are all these government right. resources. But, yeah. I get that. Right. And sometimes we need them. So don't yeah. get me wrong. Right, if right. you need them, I can help you. We're going right. to get them. right. But I think the resources start with us. They do, with the relationships. That's it. So we are responsible to build these relationships because then I will know what's going on with you. Exactly. I will know what your needs are. Exactly. If I've done that and also made myself vulnerable, the other thing we forget to say, and I make sure I share, I was homeless at one point. Wow. So I got to share that with you so that you know it's okay to come to me. With that, that yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. Yeah, right. I don't feel judged by you. Exactly. So for me, I really think the number one resource. I, and I and I have to say I absolutely totally agree with that. I just think of two specific things as it relates to single moms and furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, my my grandkids, their their mom, I had to move into another apartment uh, because she couldn't afford the one that she was in. But anyway, so they get there and there's no furniture. Um, but we, my husband and I, happen to. We refinish furniture. So we have lots of furniture. We have a storage unit full of furniture. Well, we came alongside, uh, and what we didn't have, other friends of ours who knew the children, they had it. And so between the combination of people, friends and whatnot, we were able to get the children beds. We were able to get them sofas. We were able to get them a dining table, chairs, you know, all of that, all of that, uh, consoles, TV mm-hmm. consoles, and we furnished that apartment, but it came from the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, and the other thing I would say is 
that sometimes we need, it, and this goes back to maybe something you had said earlier about training um, the moms, but also, for instance, training the sons. Angela, you have spoke to this about um, a single mom we both knew, a homeschool single mom that we both knew, who had sons um, and who um, who could have been, and I don't know whether, I don't think this happened, but who could have been trained to learn how to fix things around the house for their mama. Uh, and so, uh, and we're doing that with one of the young, with a couple of the young men in our fellowship, um, whose, whose mom is a single mom, the, um, the boys, my husband has a workshop out back and they want to do some things. And he says, well, your mom needs some things done. Uh, so why don't you just come on in the workshop? We'll get, we'll bring what she needs to get done, done. I don't have to charge her. You guys get to learn a new skill and everybody's happy there you go. Yes. so it, it does it does it, it, it is about the relationship um and besides providing mentors for children what else does big brother and brick sisters do do they offer any other kind of services so uh you know deanna we we don't okay um so we uh, mm. big brothers big sisters of metro atlanta is going to turn 60 oh wow year. wow um we do mentoring really well yes like that's our niche and right. we feel like if we yes. do other things, we might compromise the quality of yes. what we're able to do. Because in addition to kind of making those initial matches, we have an entire department that is devoted to supporting and sustaining the matches. Wow. Um, those relationships to the year plus mark, we support yes. those uh, mentoring relationships until the child graduates from high school. Oh, wow. Um, so it takes a lot yeah. to, yeah, to uh, have you know, that we happen. make monthly phone calls just to keep up with them. So we that is our main focus. Wow. However, yes. we are working on building better partnerships with organizations yeah. in the community yeah. um, that maybe we can refer some. to. I was going to say, yeah. Because a, a, you know, a healthy mentoring relationship requires the individuals in that relationship to have you know, healthy, uh, sure. you know, just to have good well-being. Sure, um, sure, so sure, sure. That's great. That requires yeah, referral. referral. That's good. That's excellent. That was yeah. my next question. Well, wonderful. Uh, and Priscilla, how can we as a faith-based community be praying for our single working moms? How, how do we pray? I think a piece that's missing that we forget with the single mom is to pray for their mental and emotional well-being. Wow. Um. It is easy yes. to feed you. Yes, you right. Know, it really is. Right, Seriously. we can give you a we plate of food cards. or send you a we card. Can you to the food card. Bank. We right. can do these things. Right. But a thing that is often overlooked, yes. these single mothers are stressed. Yes. They are stressed. Yes. And I think we really need to pray for their mental, emotional well-being. Wow. And I, I just think that's a piece that's missing a I do. lot. I, I do. I really, really yeah. do. Yeah. And I, I yeah. think about the single mothers in my life that I know who are struggling and yes. one of the number one things they will say to me is yes. I'm so tired I and they're know. not talking physical. No, mentally talking have mental. to carry the burden. Exactly. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah, um, yeah. I would recommend that yeah. that's how we pray. That's that's that excellent. We really pray for the yeah. mental emotional. That's excellent. Well that's excellent. Um Angela, as a as a grandparent who's very involved with the care of your grandchild um, specifically, um, your, your single, um, daughter's grandchild, um, child, um, how do you maintain a balance between your role as a grandparent and your daughter's role as a mom? Because it can get a little sticky there with you guys spending so much time with the grandchild. Yeah, I, that is a, a good question. Mm -hmm. 
it, it, it is really important for my husband and I to both remember that we're the grandparents, not the parents. Right. Um, and, you know, even with something as simple from the, from the moment he was born, mm-hmm. um, with buying things, I had to, you know, yeah. um, make sure that I wasn't just taking the role ring there and yeah. just getting what I wanted, but to, you know, again, keeping that lot of communication yeah. so that I can see that I'm getting the things that she wants. Right. Um, the way that she wants to do them. Right. Um, you know, we, we homeschooled our children, and we'd love to homeschool mm-hmm. our grandson, but that's a choice that his mother gets to make. Right. And I had to remind myself and my husband that, you know, we just want to support her decision on that. Sure. Um, and um, and so um, it, it can be difficult at times, but we have to remember that she gets to make the decisions that she is the mother. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and we do want to be supportive of her, but not to... Um, take over her authority that she has yeah. Um, yeah. In, in her son's life. Yeah. It's, you know, one of the things that Priscilla said about the emotional mm-hmm. and, and mental health. Yes, yes. Tree, that, that is so important. Gosh, yes. Um, you know, I, I know that a lot mm-hmm. of times my own daughter feels so overwhelmed mm-hmm. with everything that she has to do as a single mom. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah. just... Feeling like you know every every decision seems so equally important. Yes. And there's times when we have to just to tell her, you know, you're doing great, and yeah, yeah go ahead yeah. and relax. Go ahead and yeah. you know, um, do something fun. Right. For yourself. Right. Um, it it is okay to go ahead and get your hair done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's just a matter of yeah. needing some time to de-stress. Definitely. So. You know, th- this morning my husband um, has taken my grandson to pitching lessons mm-hmm. and then to have keto. Wow. Um, um, while his mom's working, she's, this is a Saturday that she's working. Right. And then this afternoon he'll be um, with him and his whole team at a team party because my husband coached his baseball team. Wow. This um, That's um, great. Past fall. And, yeah. You know, that was something that was a little, my husband had retired from coaching. He, <laughs> he got his over, but our grandson asked him to coach. Yeah, so, that's great. Um, he was able to. If that was the... something else that he could he could do. Yeah. Um. And um. Wow. And, and so um. So while mom's working today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah. My husband stepped in and taken him to these various activities. That's great. Um. And um. And also, I think it's been you know good for for us. Um, sure. In many ways, too. There's a real benefit that we have from helping other people. Yes. And I think sometimes we forget about that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It doesn't just help the single mom, but it also helps us. It does. Um, It does. Building a better community and and Mm -hmm. we also feel better about ourselves when we look beyond our own situations and look at someone else and realize that we have a lot of things that we can give and help. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, like, like you were saying, and like Priscilla was saying about, you know, we, there's the, the church has a lot of resources that are not being used, whether the resources are buildings, whether the resources are gifts and talents from the various different members of the body of Christ. Um, and I think we have to really push back against the idea of that's not my job or that's not my child or that's not my problem. Um, I think there's just, there's a, there's a, there's a real natural selfishness there. 
that we have to really push back against. Um, uh, cause I don't necessarily think it comes naturally, uh, to give like we give. So I, I love that. Um, and Anne, uh, I, we're going to end up with a final question with you. Um, what can we as a community do to partner with your organization? Yeah, so I think there's kind of three things I think of. First, specifically for big brothers, big yeah, sisters. I'm sure. If you have the time and the capacity, apply to be a mentor. Excellent. Um, we have throughout, we serve the metro Atlanta area, so we serve um, yeah. 12 counties wow. right now mm -hmm. and um, there are some areas where we've had uh, little boys and little girls waiting for a mentor for over two years oh. um, and yeah. Um, yeah so applying to yeah. be a mentor is one yeah. um, you know the second thing we are a nonprofit, so we run off of grants and donations sure. so if you're not at a place uh, to be a mentor, yeah. um, you can always make a donation. Um, so for our organization, you can check out other ways to be involved as well yeah. um, at our website, www.bbbshel.org. Excellent. A little plug in there. Yes. Um, but the third way that you can partner with us, ultimately, our mission expands beyond Big Brothers, Big Sisters. We want to ignite the power and yes. promise of youth. Um, and we as an organization are not able to do that for all of the kids in Metro Atlanta right. that need that. So, right. uh, there are a lot of other mentoring organizations that, mm -hmm. um, are out there. So maybe check looking into them. Sure, sure. Um, also, you know, similar to what we've been talking about with many of the people at Priscilla's churches yeah. and with you, Deanna, yeah. and what Angela is doing is if you know someone yes. who, is a single parent or guardian and yeah. you have a relationship with them, get involved in yeah. their children's life yeah. as well. You know, invite For them sure. over to your home yeah. to cook, to yeah. do things in the workshop, right, to right, right. go on a bike ride with mm -hmm. them and just develop that relationship. Yeah. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. As that well. seems to be the key relationships. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That seems to be the key. I mean, we don't, you know, we should, what is, I don't know who said this, but no man is an island. We need each mm -hmm. other and we are better together. We are better together. So, gosh, this has been incredibly inspirational to me. I'm sitting here listening to all three of you all. I'm like, wow, this is wonderful. Well, ladies, our time is, is up again. Uh, but thank you for taking time out of y'all's busy schedule. I know every one of you are busy, uh, like I am, but this was an important subject. And I think we were able to flesh out some things. I'm going to put resources to my audience um, on the Working Woman Radio Show uh, page. I'll put links to the um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I'll put links to Women of Life, Women of Life your organization, uh, and any other, and, and several other things, just so that um, people can go back and, and look at that and click on those links. Um, I feel super encouraged by our conversation. We haven't solved all the problems of every single working <laughs> mom, but we 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 got to talk about some things. I think yes. we opened up some doors. Hopefully, we've opened up some minds for the people who will listen. Uh, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe, share, and download The Working Woman Radio Show, which can be found online at www.ultimatechristianpodcastnetwork.com. I also um, will be, like I said earlier, making available resources on my page, so don't forget to visit. For more information about upcoming podcasts, you can go to The Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page and leave a comment because we really do want to hear from you. In the meantime, God bless, and we'll see you next time on the